0: Lot talk Radio.
1: you're listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast network.
2: How are you? Well, confused. Okay. Uh, I uh, could confusing. have sworn it was Friday. It we is. We are not it's doing Mountain a Bears. coffee shop tonight. It is Mountain there No. Welcome, yes. welcome to the right show. <laughs> I get so confused, especially here lately. Late. Oh, sometimes I just jangle my keys in front of him if I need a moment. (laughs) Yeah, you need more in a moment. I think I need a brain transplant. I mean, heck, yesterday I thought it was Friday. All damn day I'm busting my ass to get shit done. But forgot about mountain bears. No, I was heading for that, heading for that too, and thought it was weird that you didn't come up and say, so what are we talking about? And I thought, well, damn, maybe he doesn't want to do it tonight. Uh, Yeah, because it was technically 2.30 this morning before he figured out what day it was. Yes. And I'm still not sure he knows. No, I'm not sure I do know, but these are some of the fun <laughs> things that's been going on with Ethan. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, come on. It's been kind of a madhouse. And I know we keep saying that, but we're really not kidding. It just every week. Every week. Every week. Uh, this week, we've lost water twice. We're still under a boil water advisory here at the house. Um, it's great. Love it. Love it. I've probably given us cholera or something, uh, because I, of course, in a, you know, decaf stupor, went to the coffee pot and filled it up with tap. So, you know, we're hopefully we'll be here next week or dying in an ER. I don't know. I don't know. No more ERs. None. Oh, oh yeah, wow. yeah, because we They're we did that, evil. We, yeah. <laughs> we did that last weekend. It was so much fun. Yes, you took me there Saturday night, and apparently the yep. doctor was bored. I don't think she was bored. I think I think they sent someone who. E- like, because we were debating. Like, she she had to have been fresh out of medical school, and she has wandered into a small local hospital and started ordering tests on Saturday night. That their lab tech, their their, their well, their lab manager, had to call their testing company to find out how do I run that. What do I need? Uh-huh. What What does this do? What is this for? What is the? How do you How do you do that, test? Like, and then came down because she'd never seen it. She had uh-huh. no idea.
0: I. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that's yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Always a fun moment. Oh yeah, especially with, but yeah, you know, because that's my normal experience. When I, and this is why it's so I'm picky. I don't like certain hospitals. I don't like certain doctors. This is I get really tired of being the lab experiment. <laughs> well, I'm no. Really tired of being the. Well, let's see what happens. And it's like, excuse me, what happens? What do you mean, what happens?
0: You survive me
2: crazy. That's debatable. You know, I have lab rat PTS trauma. By the way, if they ever asked you if you want to take a spinal tap, don't. You'll feel better the next day, mm. I promise you. <laughs> no, no, you're not giving medical advice. Especially not that one. No, it's not. As the way the symptoms you have. We had a legit concern for meningitis, and no, you're getting a a spinal tap. Yeah. Like, I don't care if I had to have done a tap out in the ER, Uh you were getting a spinal tap. Uh One way or the other. Wow. You can go willingly, or you can go after I knock your lights out. Right. And believe me, Saturday night wouldn't have taken much. Yeah, probably a cookie. <laughs> oh, I took you out for cookies afterwards. Don't lie to these people. You did take me out for cookies afterwards. We got donuts, but you took me out for cookies. Yeah, you know. They're bear donuts. Or they're they're bear cookies. Donuts are bear cookies. Okay. How it works. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, there you go. Do what I can, I do what I can. Oh yeah, no, so yeah. it's just been so yeah. So just to recap everyone. So Saturday he's in the emergency room. Monday, um, we have to go for my dental appointment and um our, our eye exams. I got dilated. heh. <laughs> yeah I'm that old uh-huh um, yeah, it's just well, no, my vision's that crap um, so talking about feeling like a lab rat my my <laughs> so I had to reschedule my appointment, so the doctor I usually see was booked out till like October, and ended up having to schedule with the new girl in the office and talk about feeling like a lab rat. That's when she she does the measurements for my prescription. And she's like, okay, so we're going to try and see if this works, and I want you to come back. And, you know, and I'm like, we're going to try this and see if it works. I've heard a lot of things in my years getting glasses, but we're going to try this and see if it works. Has not been one of them. I'm like, what? I was <laughs> like,
0: how,
2: how screwed up is my prescription getting? I now have to mm-hmm. go for a follow up to my optometrist. Like, mm-hmm. hello. This,
0: like, what? Yeah. Really?
2: Come on, guys. Really? Wait till the movie yeah. two no longer the year appointment, but they have six-month appointment. Oh, hush. Mister, I can still okay. get my lenses from the reader section. Hey, you know, it is, you know, we'll see if I even have to do that. Maybe they can just give me some drops or some focus points, and I won't need it either. <sighs> Yeah, well, we'll give start working. You, know, we'll 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 take the money we save for that and save up for your cataract appointment. That'll work. That'll be good. Mhm. You know, because they do the yeah. cataract surgery, they can do it while they're at it, and I won't need glasses. Oh, you don't even need glasses as it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I know. But Anyhow, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, then we then we decide that oh, we're gonna be the good gays so and we're gonna read one of the local well, not they're not local, of anymore. They used to be local papers. Well, yeah, used to be, used to be way back in the day when we were in North Carolina separately. Mm-hmm. But back right. in North Carolina, one of our and we plugged them, we plugged them. Um, you yeah, because we brought up the article about um uh, finding um housing when you're elderly and gay, um and that was a lovely article, it really was. Um, but Qnotes has kind of been a fixture. It is this big wonderful thing that we love. It is an every two week publication. Um, in North Carolina it is a big deal. It has been for many, many, many years. And so I, I try to follow, I try to keep up, I try to make sure I'm I'm checking out what they've got going on. And up pops the biggest steaming pile of garbage. I just <clears throat> Wow. So the original article is fat. Fat is not fab on Qnotes, and what brought my attention to it was not. It didn't necessarily, or we were so busy when it came out that we didn't catch it. Um, but their their managing editor. An owner, um, ran a mia culpa, that was not a mea culpa, regarding the article in which he took the non-apology apology, which was to state that you know, we, we appreciate all of our writers and sometimes things get through that shouldn't have, but, you know, the views and opinions stated by our authors is not that of the paper. And, you know, we've worked with this author for the online edition. Make sure that, you know, um his original intentions were clearly spelled out. Uh huh. So, all right, I'm gonna read this article. <sighs>
0: yeah,
2: uh, it's a dumpster fire. That's what it is. It's a dumpster fire. Of, mm-hmm. Um it's a health and wellness article that is basically an entire, in their print edition, is an entire full page um, rant against fat people for being unhealthy and not caring about themselves and uh, making poor choices and, um, yeah, it's a rant. There's no health or wellness advice. None. None. Like, if you wanted to say there is health and wellness advice, it is don't be fat. Now, uh-huh. the, and this is after they've corrected it, and I'm doing air quotes so big. Um, The correction, because I compared it to the print edition, the correction was to bold certain words or, or certain segments of the article. Um, Which had everything to do with, I'm going to sit here shame and bully fat people in my article, but I don't think fat people should be bullied or shamed. Like, this is what he was doing versus what got bolded, which is, I don't think fat people should be bullied or shamed. what? That's what you just wrote an entire article to do, and you throw that in there, thinking, "Oh, but it's okay." Yeah, that fixed it. That that totally fixed it. your your wonderful, informative, completely educational article, not about fat is not fat, and made it totally. Acceptable because yeah, yeah, that's totally cool that's that's totally cool, yeah, let's go right. there, um, but no, so i I had a rage moment it, it was
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> of rage that, well, just, the fact just it... oh no, no. And I had that moment. Like, I was so mad. I just went ahead and posted, and I was like, I don't even care. Like, it was one of those moments that made me so angry that it's like, I don't care if I'm right. I don't care if I'm wrong. I don't care if this – like, it was everything I could do to stick to attacking his point and not attack him. And I was like, where is my medal? Because that took a lot. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, I didn't even care at that moment if this cost me everything. Because I was just so mad. I just couldn't – like, I'm reading that article, and my brain exploded. Into nothing but your mm-hmm. rage, and right. you know, like, and okay, so technically I did attack him a little, you know. My 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 <clears throat> comments were addressed to Miss Jackoff Cravings, um, you
0: know, because when well, you get
2: mad. Sorry, and I'm going to call this as it is, mm-hmm. this article doesn't even look like my shitty rough draft. You know, they published this. My shitty rough drafts are normally like a page long of ideas I'm trying to string together for something. Looking at it, it's like, Really? you're not even talking, you know, if I was doing an article called Fat is Not Fab, I would look at an address that maybe we need to look at genetics. We need to look at more than just what the skeleton looks like. We need to look at people and their behavior. And we need to look at this thing is going on around it as far as, you know, don't go jumping on crazy diets. It doesn't work. Diets don't work. Lifestyle changes do work. Exercise can be fun, but don't go crazy and stupid. Don't be like, I don't know, not drinking water and wondering why you still have water weight. These are so many different areas this should go into. The only thing this article went into was go for it. Well, pause it. That would have been great advice targeting a a fat audience with, hey, you know, I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to point out that there are horrible things that you will be led into doing um, because you're fat, and let me rebuke them. Like, as a personal trainer, let me go ahead and have a lovely article about – this is the crap that fat people get told their entire friggin' lives from bad diets to weight loss drugs to weight loss surgeries to weight loss this to weight loss that. Um, And a lot of it is, um, not all of it, but a lot of it is just a giant perpetuated scam. That's an appropriate article. That's a health and wellness article. That has something I can learn. Even if, like, okay, granted, I know these things, but other people can learn from this, that, hey, right. this whole process of going on one diet uh, uh, or, you know, the the crash dieting is horrible for your health. Um, you know, these limited intake uh, programs are only moderately successful in short term the diet supplement concept is rife with problems. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of issues surrounding this. We have been identified and targeted as a demographic um, to make uh, make money quick off of. And within that, um, the, it typically comes with either no benefits or negative consequences for our health, and that's an appropriate article. That is an article that you can sit here and you know you want to talk to a fat audience about being fat, and you want to talk to them that way. I don't think we we, we no one would be having this conversation. No one. Right. No one. Right. Um. Only in terms of. You know, that would have – we wouldn't be having a negative conversation because this was not what that article was about. It had nothing to do, nothing. This was an indictment of fat people with no scientific evidence, none. He's not citing studies. He's not – this is his personal beliefs printed in a health and wellness article. This is his personal rant on his hatred of fat people for being fat. Now, he goes and says wonderful things Um, like, well, let's let's go through the parts they felt needed bolding. Help. The entire sentence, I'm not suggesting fat people should be bullied, harassed, ignored, ridiculed or humiliated. I'm not suggesting fat people should be ashamed of themselves. And then the sentence, I am not addressing those people. And the people in that segment that he is not addressing, um, some people, because of health issues, can't keep their weight down or can't keep it down to a healthy body fat percentage. I am not addressing those people. Mm Mm-hmm. The word health, Uh, again, this one's healthy, Um, deserving, and healthy again. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, All of which, all of which, um, you know, with lovely things such as miss me with that nonsense, um, that's his response to – I was born this way. The rest of that response is, bitch, no, you weren't. You didn't pop out of your mama weighing as much as two or three babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, the article, in its essence, is a giant... uh, It would almost be a fat joke. Almost be a fat joke. Except... Um it, it's just a giant rant. There is nothing yeah. near a benefit. It is a mismatch of fat hate coupled with um trying to uh, placate anyone who uh would argue with it. Um right. in terms of trying to Put people in a null position to argue with it. That, well, that's not what I said. Oh, no, that's exactly what you said. Um, Thankfully, thankfully, there are quite a few people that are like, yeah, you failed at the null argument, and here's why. Here's what you left out. Here's what you ignored. Here's what you didn't mention. Or say or do because all this is is a fat rant. You don't like looking right. at fat people. Ironic, right. considering you make your money off them. Right. But the real story, I think,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, Ultimately, falls into why did this get published, and that goes down to one of the advertisers for Qnotes is Integrate Wellness. Guess who owns Integrate Wellness? Jack Curvin. Who's Jack Curvin? Mm-hmm the author of this article. Yeah. 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 So not only is one of their authors an advertiser, but their managing editor will effectively allow an advertiser to say whatever they want. That's what this comes down to. That. That's – Ultimately, what this comes down to, I mean, it's either right. that or I don't think he's getting paid for uh personal training right by the editor of the paper, but that's just you know me being a little gossipy bitch over here, um sorry, mm-hmm. not little cat gossiping bitch uh over here. Because Mm -hmm. I I don't know why else someone who runs a, what was, respected newspaper in Charlotte, not only just as a gay uh, uh, publication, but uh, as a Mm -hmm. publication in general, would allow this crap to go through. So either – you care more about your advertising money than you care about the quality of your content.
0: Right.
2: Or someone's getting paid for something that that <clears throat> isn't quite on the up and up. Right. So someone's little boy toy not- is getting a little article space. Right. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I've, I've gone on my rant. <laughs> well, yeah. Now I'm going to go on my little rant. And my little rant's probably a little lower brow. Can we call enough shit to this?
0: Um, mm. Because
2: I'm tired of hearing about how, you know, well, if you're bigger than, you know, the average model, then we do A or, you know, you do B or whatever. No. Sorry. We're not built that way. I know of at least five people over 200. Mm-hmm. Um, and that tends to be, in general, when you have people that are you know their bp's perfect the sugar glucose level is a doctor's wet dream their cholesterol level is a doctor's wet dream um and with those it's like okay so you're bigger you're built bigger your body holds more padding And that's it. It's not unhealthy. Well, and the bigger point, and one of the points in the article um, that caught me, and and it directly relates to what you're complaining about, is Mm -hmm. his indictment is centered around BMI.
0: Right.
2: Okay. BMI developed in the 1830s. The heyday of leeches, and it is a very simple formula. It really is. It is so simple. Mm -hmm. Weight in kilograms over – divided by height squared in meters, height in meters squared. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's the whole formula. It does not right. account for age. It does not account for anything. It right. simply takes how much you weigh and divides it by right. your height squared. That's it. Right. That's the whole magical formula. Looks at no other factors. Does not determine anything other than effectively. Your displacement
0: in water. That's it. Mm -hmm.
2: That's it. That's that's what you've got. Right. That's what the whole formula is concerned with. It does not in any way, shape, or form represent anything about your health. Nothing. Nothing. Now, the argument is that there is that there is supposed to be a correlation between right. um, health conditions and that number. I argue uh-huh. this, as I have long argued this. Or what if you're wrong? What if because you look at someone's height and weight? and their BMI, and you decide because you don't like their appearance that their size and shape is a reasonable excuse for you as a medical professional to determine that they have no desire to be healthy. All right. And what if, because of that and your bias, Against people you don't want to fuck, which is what this comes down to, you fail as a medical professional to do your job. All right.
0: How many times have we seen it happen?
2: Yeah, really. Sorry, I'll call it as I see it. You know I take no prisoners. Mm-hmm. We see it happening all Thanks. the time. You know, it took. I know in one case, you know the the you know, our case we're both, all of us are now driving two and a half hours, three and a half hours to a doctor, not through BMI. Literally, had a doctor. I had an all-out cussing war with over something really basic, really basic, it was a 6 months mm-hmm. update. And the 6 months update is, hey, we need this and this is going on. We need you to do X, and X was run the test. You know, for the younger People group, the test, mm-hmm. well, this was, You know, for the younger group that's not around, every six months, if you're an active gay man, uh, you're supposed to go and get an HIV test. If you're super active, you go ahead and get your other STI test done. And he had a freak Mm -hmm. out, pure out argument of that test didn't need to be ran. And it's like, did you fail high school health class? Did you fail college Mm -hmm. health class? Did you fail any of these health classes ever? Because apparently you did. And it's like, stop it. Mm -hmm. Stop behaving this way. Stop treating us this way. Listen to your lab results. Stop putting your own opinions to what you think is attractive. Because guess what? The next person may think that something else is attractive. You know? Well, and moreover, you're doing a to disservice do to patients. You're doing a disservice to your patients. Um, and, and my classical example was having to, you know, because way back in the day, in Greensboro, North Carolina, you would think people would be slightly more enlightened, but no. This is not a rural health problem. Um this this was a you know I, I'm in a fairly major city.
0: Fairly major city. These these are not
2: unintelligent people. These are not these are not unintelligent people. Um not going into the whole long story but short version um I was potentially exposed to HIV. I went to get an HIV test, like you do, you know, report it to your doctor, get testing done, you know, there's a protocol for this, Um, and I had a doctor look at me and say, I don't think that's a concern, and I went, what? Um, and and she looked like it was the most humorous thing she had ever heard. And I said, excuse me? And she said, well, I'm sure you're not sexually active enough that that's a concern. And I'm like, oh, I assure you I am.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm like, and you're gonna run the test. Yeah. Um, and, and I had to get very hateful about it. And I'm sitting here mm-hmm. going, who, in their right mind, trained this doctor this way? Who created this? Who inspired this in her to think that? Because I'm going, what? What? It, Where do you think you're gaining this magical insight to my sex life that you know, without doing an HIV test, that HIV is not something I should be concerned about? And I'm going, she's sitting there going, I can't imagine anyone having sex with him, so I don't think he's HIV positive. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, what, what else What else did she have to base this on? What else? What else? I'm going, so she looked at me, went, well, I wouldn't have sex with you, so I doubt you've had enough sex to warrant an HIV test. And I'm going, who trained you? Who trained you? What idiot allowed you to get a medical license and go out into the world into a college population, a very large college population, and tell people that they didn't need an HIV test in North Carolina, in Greensboro, North Carolina, that at the time had a soaring HIV rate? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you nuts? If nothing else, even if, even if, even if you're a doctor sitting there going, oh, God, this patient is so fat and disgusting, I wouldn't have sex with him. But, you know, we've been working really hard to get people to do HIV testing because it's important. Maybe I should just go ahead. Like, if nothing else, like, if you're going to be that screwed in the head, it is a simple medical test. It is not that big of a deal. It is not like they had to go. It's not like I'm asking my doctor to climb on the back of a mule after an 18-hour around-the-world flight, go up a mountain through snow to the, to the furthest peak to get some special thing to do the blood work to take. An HIV test.
0: There weren't any putting a rabbit's thought in danger.
2: Yeah, I know. You know, I, I'm just going, <laughs> why? But no, it's remnant. It, it really does. It puts me in that position and the thought, and I'm just looking ah, stop it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just base. This is that's with doctors. Now we're looking at a personal trainer, mm-hmm. okay? That's had very minimal qualifications. Very minimal, you know. We checked these skills out. It isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm he we're has not a personal trainer certification. Yeah, we're not. He has a personal trainer certification. There's. While there is a lot about, you know, personal training in that, and you could extrapolate some of that deals with health, um, you know, it's like, okay, maybe that's not his only thing. You know, maybe he was pre-med. Maybe he did a college course in, you know, personal training. Uh, or, uh, oh, I forget what it's called. It's not called personal training. Anyway, uh, sports medicine. That's what I'm trying to say. Maybe he did sports medicine. No, he has an MFA, a Master of Fine Arts, in dance. Right. He is qualified to choreograph a music video. thats I'm sorry. That's what he's qualified to do. Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, dancer's diets are a lot different. Yeah. I'm quite sure during personal training he got some basics. You know, like eat your vegetables. Um and you know, you gotta drink this amount of water. He's also wrote a book or designed a program, an eight step program to gaining your body, taking, you know, putting your body into the mold that it should be to fit into this mold, to fit into his world of yeah. perfection. Well, Put and effectively, down. this is a further a furtheration of that. This is mm-hmm. the same crap that we, that the, the fat community, the fat demographic, has been given for ever, that mm-hmm. we're going to shame you into hating yourself to the point that you'll go pay people money to fix you, air quotes around, Mm -hmm. fix you. And ultimately what it is, is he's in the same boat. You know, it, it, it has everything to do with, like the only thing that he's interested in getting thinner about the people he sees in his business life is their wallet. Right. That's it. That's it. That article and that level of tone deafness means right. that's all he cares about. Pay me money. Right. That's it. It has nothing yeah. to do with weight loss. It has nothing to do like, if you happen to lose a few pounds, that's great. If you don't, right. then keep paying me money, and we'll keep working on it. Um, right. Or, you know. oh, you're doing it wrong. You're, you only drank yeah. half a gallon of water. Yesterday, you should have drunk a full gallon of water. A yeah. full yeah. gallon of water. Do people understand um. what drowning in fluid is? I wonder. No. Um. Well, but it, it's that same thing. Is we're gonna not only are we gonna get angry at you for being fat, we're gonna blame you for being fat. And if you can't lose weight, um, for any reason, or you know, God forbid, you gain more, then it, or you stay the same. It's all your fault. You're mm-hmm. not trying hard enough. You don't have willpower. You're not following the instructions. You're too stupid to read. Um, you're basically the, – the the whole argument against fat people has always been you're too stupid to exist because obviously if you weren't, you'd be a skinny people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When... Yeah, that's the part that makes me angry. I'm going to take a different tone and a different look at it. And, okay, I'm sorry, and a I keep different tone a different look about it. I know you do. That's okay, because I'm hitting buttons, and we know that this is how, what happens. hmm Please, stop the crap. Stop the crap of telling people they need to lose weight. Stop the crap of being bitchy about what they do. You know how aggravatingly tired I hear about how smoking is bad for me. Science has already proven smoking is supposedly bad for us. Bad proof, but okay. Yes, I'm overweight according to your scales. But I'm not overweight because if you look at my genetics, the family I come from, the country of origins I come from, this is their normal size. It is. People aren't made out of cardboard boxes. People don't look like cardboard boxes. If there was only a size zero, then there'd only be a size zero. There isn't. There's much many more sizes. You know, in India, if you are thin, you're not attractive. In China, if men are thin, they are not attractive because they are considered poor. Um, they are actually force-feeding their children um, to make them bigger so that they look healthy. I think we needed to redefine health. I think we need people that actually want to get into it and want to look and go, okay, your, your genetics say you should be, have a BMI of 85. You have a BMI of twenty six, you have an issue. We gotta figure out why your BMI is this way, or we gotta say, Oh, maybe the BMI is wrong. Hmm. Maybe science is wrong. Maybe, you know, what we've been plotted is wrong because they still can't figure out if eggs are good for you or not.
0: There is that.
2: Think about it. Well, realistically, 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 um, Mm -hmm. what we actually need is a reprogramming because he he is a symptom of a much larger problem. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, we know and expect personal trainers to sound like this. If your personal trainer does not sound like this asshole, you found a good personal trainer. Awesome. If he sounds like this asshole, fire him. Um, quickly. This is symptomatic. Yeah. It's quickly. Um. <laughs> it's symptomatic of a much bigger problem, which actually is part of health and is a major concern, which is the broader implications of medical health, um, in terms of health care. And if you have a doctor that sounds like this asshole, because they exist, believe me they exist, um if you cannot get through a single doctor's appointment, if you have to make multiple doctors' appointments to get someone to listen to you, that's the problem. He he's mm-hmm. just saying what so many actual medical professionals think right and you are with a physician with a with an actual medical person supposed to be protecting your health and helping you live the healthiest life possible you're in trouble you're just in right. trouble if they sound like that Um, because ultimately what's going to happen is you're going to get a diagnosis of fat. And a diagnosis Uh of fat is one in which you don't care about your health, so why should your doctor? Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Why should they bother trying to actually look into your problems? Why should they bother listening to your symptoms? Why should they bother investing time and energy in your health if you don't give a shit, that's the position they're taking is that Mm -hmm. numbers on a scale, a simple formula for body mass index is everything they need to know to determine if you have now or have ever cared about your health. And Mm -hmm. if you don't, Then all they're going to do is smile, nod, tell you to lose weight, and come back in 6 or 12 or however many months, refill your prescriptions for your symptoms that you keep whining about, quote-unquote whining, and bill your insurance. Next Mm -hmm. case. That's all they're going to do. Right. But here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is that the experience you get from our doctor? Oh, not at all, not at all, not at all. Um, and I was more so surprised I did not have to train him because I mm-hmm. trained one. I I hope he is still in medicine, but. Um, because I, I haven't been able to find him since I left North Carolina. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he moved, like, way out of North Carolina or what. But I actually had one I trained. One physician's assistant I was able to train. And it took mm-hmm. me getting um, Rocky Mountain spotted fever and cytomegalovirus at the same time, having a horrendous headache, And about three doctor's appointments, uh, or three physician's assistant appointments, before he got the message that maybe just telling me to lose weight wasn't going to cut it. That maybe, maybe he should look a little further down the rabbit hole than what he saw sitting on the table. That maybe... I wasn't just there because I was too stupid to understand that if I lost weight, all my problems would magically go away, Mm -hmm. that maybe there was something else going on. At which point he finally ran blood work and found out, oh, hell, one, I actually had a legitimate medical problem that needed to be treated and had nothing to do with my weight. Nothing. Right. You don't. Fat people do not get, uh, as an exclusive group, <laughs> cytomegalovirus. It's actually a disease with children, and he was more surprised I did not have it when I was like five. Because that's when most people get it. It's a sniffly nose in children. It's a massive headache as an adult. True. Right. Well, Rocky Mountain spotted fever. That comes from a tick bite. I'm not magically, uh, you know, skinny people are not magically immune to ticks. Nice. It's not a thing. Um, now, do skinny little bitches have less, you know, body area to land on? That's debatable. But, and I'm being facetious here. So, no, there, I did not, as a fat person, have a corner on either of these markets. This is an actual right. medical human problem. All right, cool. Yes. So, we wasted two weeks getting treatment, and I felt like shit. But out of that, um, because I was trying to self-treat since he wouldn't, um, mm-hmm. I had a humongous headache. And I was to the point that the pain was so bad, I'm taking Tylenol and ibuprofen like they're Pez. And yes, that's a fat boy joke. But I'm taking them way too much just to blunt it enough to go to work. Just to function so that I didn't just scream. In doing so, I screwed up my liver. Again, not a fat person corner on this market. Anyone who takes the level of Tylenol and ibuprofen I was taking is going to screw up their liver. Um, So, out of that, he learned the realities of he let his personal bias and all the crap he was being fed – again, fat people joke – that he was being spoon-fed about – Um, fat people not caring about their health and about fat people just needing to lose weight so they would feel better, cloud his ability to care for his patients, and that because of that, he damn near killed one. Right. Because he wasn't listening. That he thought that every time I or anyone who looked like me showed up on his schedule, all he had to do was show up, tell us to lose weight, set them up for their next appointment, and bill insurance. Next patient. Right. Not what it was, not how it should have been. He got much better after that. I don't know if it yeah. did an improvement for all of his patients, but I think he got it. I think he seriously seriously had the oh, crap, moment of mm-hmm. this is not what should have happened. This is not how this should have been. This is not health care. Um, sure. So wherever he is, and I hope that's still alive and still practicing medicine and hopefully doing a wonderful, tremendous service somewhere in the world, for a, or at least in the U.S., the third of the population that looks like me. That's what I hope. And getting more, it looks like us. Not because they're obese. Yeah. Not because, you know... W- see, here's the thing, and and so much is news media-based now, and I really wish it wasn't, but it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is... And it was kind of like the BP thing we went through... Last year, year before, year before last, because you actually got to have a birthday this year. Um, <sighs> they keep changing the regulations. The reason they keep changing what regulations are is to fit medicine. You know, all well. This is the new. Well, you know, we found that this is the new healthy blood pressure. This is the new whatever. And that's it's fine. That's fine. Well, no. I mean, no, that, that okay, you're going to do, like, eh, there's a legitimacy to that. I could potentially see Very a legitimacy little. being there. That, okay, the, the, the banding for blood pressure was a little wide. We're shrinking it down because we've noticed ill effects from these elevated levels that we used to call them. So we're going to, you know, take a, a stronger look at that. Got that. Got that. That's great. What I actually appreciate is if you can grab the right size cuff to take my blood pressure. hmm That helps. Because when you, you know, for those of you with three-inch around arms or whatever, fits into a regular blood pressure cup. You mean the one that was designed for children? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, No, no, it actually does fit adults. No, it was originally designed Uh, for children. But, okay, so fine. There's a portion of the population, (laughs) fat people, hi, I'm one of them, at least some of us, um, if not the majority, we do not fit, our arms do not comfortably fit in that regular blood pressure cuff, get the big boy cuff, get the big girl cuff, get yep. the big whatever cuff you want to call it, get the cuff that is big enough to actually fit around my arm without sitting there and, and the Velcro ripping apart. That's not how that cuff works. That's not what it should do. Sorry. If I'm sitting there watching the cuff split apart in the middle of you doing my blood pressure reading, there's a reason for it, and it's called The Cuff's Too Small. Get the big boy cuff, put it on me, because here's what's going to happen. And it happens every single time. We're going to end up having a conversation about my elevated blood pressure. Uh-huh. I do not have, well, I do, in that instance, technically, technically, have an elevated blood pressure. The reason I say technically, yeah, I have an elevated blood pressure. It's because you're squeezing the life out of my arm. You are right. using a blood pressure cuff so small, it is Squeezing my arm like a vice clamp, not just the normal tightness of the blood pressure cup ought to be, but you are to properly inflate it, having to squeeze and compress my arm. Now, here's a stupid thought. If you're squeezing and compressing my arm to the point that it hurts, you are hurting me with air and fabric. You are mm-hmm. hurting me with air and Fabric, and you are squeezing my arm. You want to take a small guess what happens to my blood vessels? They get squeezed and compressed, and yes, my blood pressure goes up. Not as in you. What you're measuring is a confined space that is now having to try to figure out how to move the same volume of blood through a smaller tube. Right. And see, here's the thing, and it works both ways. Mm -hmm. So to our smaller armed audience, pay attention. Mm -hmm. If you go and get your blood pressure taken or taken or however you want to say it, You need to make sure these nursing students who are no longer taught to A, use a proper size blood pressure cuff, but B, to not repeat taking the blood pressure in the same arm. Here's why. Because if it is a too large of a cuff, you will get a low blood pressure. If it is too big of a cuff, I mean too small of a cuff, you will get a high blood pressure. Both readings are wrong. hmm
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: And I'll also add on, if you start with that uh, uh, regular cuff and you want to argue with me on it, My blood pressure is going to go up a little. Oh, it's going to go up a little. Um, Though usually not enough to get me the elevated blood pressure conversation. Right. But still, it's like I really don't like that argument. Also, also, if you're in a practice that stupidly, stupidly, stupidly uses a battery-powered, consumer-grade blood pressure machine – do me a favor in Lord, the wrong and practice. You're supervising Yeah. One, you you got your practice has issues, but could you just please slap your immediate supervisor? Because the biggest problem you run into the with those is that they will invariably, because of the constant use, start to give faulty readings. Right. And that is from their packaging from their packaging, Um, that they are not meant for repetitive readings, Um, they will not work properly. They will start to get faulty readings. So you will not only get false highs, you will also get false lows. Right. And to be honest, the one that's more dangerous is not the high. I know, right? Weird. No, not really. It's quite medically conducive, faulty readings. It is better to have a false low blood pressure. It is better to have a false high blood pressure as a faulty reading than to have a blood pressure that is low, because low means that blood isn't flowing to the body. It's better to have it flowing through fast then I'll have it flowing through low. Make mm-hmm. sense? Did I say that right? Well, I, I will no you not really. I think it was a little confusing. But the 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 short version is um if it is better to have a reading that is showing up high than it is to have a reading that's showing up normal or a little below that is a fault. Um, because if you're getting a false normal or a false, eh, a little below normal, and it's actually way below normal, you're in serious trouble because ultimately that's a larger indicator of a far worse cardiac problem and a cardiac risk than being in the situation – where you're either getting a high legit reading or a, a false high elevation uh or a high blah. that get a picture um a false high or elevated reading um it, it is even if it's a legit high that is safer generally up to a point um, than getting a false normal out of someone who has mm-hmm. low blood pressure. Sorry. Right. <sighs> words. Yes. Bad ones. Anyhow, but these are things. Yeah. Th- this doesn't even look at that. You know, at Chris, we have a health coach and she's a, you know, she, her oh. husband's a personal trainer. I think they would be totally pissed off and aggravated for their industry with this. Just because I know Stephanie, she would does not agree with any of this. Um, yeah, she'll help you work on your diet, but her goal is not to get you into a perfect weight. Her goal is to get you healthy for you, um, and healthy for you may be 350, maybe 400 may be one twenty five. You know, if you have some blood and you're one hundred and twenty five pounds, no. That's not how you know one twenty five is not healthy for you. You <laughs> need to eat more. Well, and then there's also, you know, and and I think one of the things in the article, and I'm double checking really quickly, um, is he made one truly false statement, um, or no. one very ignorant statement, um, and I believe, and I'm trying to find it. I swear I read it. Um, that basically there was no health condition helped by uh, weight, um, or be, having a higher weight, and there is one. There is one, Um, and I pointed out to to skinny people who get hateful with me or people who get hateful with me in general about my weight, um, is yes, there's one. There's one very crucial, crucial um, body condition that can occur that has helped tremendously the heavier you are, and that is a heart attack. I am more likely – oh, there's two. Okay, well, the first one, real quick. Heavier people are more likely to survive a heart attack than their skinny counterparts. So I just like looking at them going, I will out-survive you if if we both have heart attacks. I will live longer. I am more likely to live out of the emergency room. I do like throwing yeah. that at people. It is fun. They have to go check it their is. science. It's great. Mm-hmm. This is when I hope they learn some more stuff. Like, well, you're already on Google. I fall down rabbit holes that way. You know, maybe you will, too. Learn some right. things. Eat a slice of pizza. Eat two. Find joy in something other than being a hell. Yeah. Right. But anyway,
0: sorry. what's Let's the second
2: say. one? Um surviving chemo. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Any condition that's gonna give you rapid sudden weight loss, the inability to eat and keep food from flowing out of you quickly, um, one way or the other. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna survive that. Well, see this is a problem that you know, more senior population have is Mm -hmm. maintaining weight keeping weight on and keeping healthy because they have a health Mm -hmm. condition and this is a proven fact this is something that i've seen go on the more and more i have to deal with outside humans of my sphere is skinnier Mm -hmm. people are the more likely they are to get sick the more likely they are to require medication the so more likely they are to have continual health problems. When somebody has a little weight on them, now this does not mean that you cannot walk through the size of a house. Little weight means that give a calcium. You oh, fall. to the careful. bear community, okay. Careful, we are not body shaming. We are not oh, body-shaming. We are clarifying. You have well, weight on you. Yeah. You have weight but to work. work. You have weight to lose. You are more likely to sustain and come through more health problems. You have resilience. You have yes. resilience. Um. And, and, which is true. Um. But, you know, uh no, I just want to be careful. We're not body shaming anyone. I will refer to skinny bitches and I, I mean that with whole sincerity. It's not just that they are um gym nuts who are, you know, living their lives, peacefully enjoying their gym nuttiness. It's that they're gym nuts that want to tell you how much you suck because you don't look like them and you don't spend that amount of time in the gym. So obviously you're stupid and unhealthy, and they are God's savior to you about, you know, your weight and your health. Um, I, I generally go with if you don't, you know, come at me, I won't – like I I'm not going to say anything like enjoy have fun you like the gym go to the gym the gym's great i think the I gym is a wonderful gym. place everyone should go um i just wish some of the people that went to the gym weren't such assholes yeah that's, that's my personal complaint. thing um you know um well, cause i'm quite like sure i are done hearing me complain well yeah well, no. I mean, like my my whole thing with the gem is like, I'm not here for your masturbatory pleasure because you think you're getting into my pants after the shit you just said. You ain't doing that. But I'm not here for your masturbatory pleasure. Um, even if I did look like a personal trainer, just to hear someone say that it would be the most tremendous turn off. I don't care. I do not care. If if you have the most washboardy, washboard abs, or not, there is Mm -hmm. no amount of abs that makes up for being an asshole. There just isn't. There's none, and there shouldn't be, and no one should tolerate it. Um, But unfortunately, there are people that do. That's what they're turned on by. That's what they find attractive. Mm -hmm. And they will totally accept being talked to by an asshole like they're stupid, like they're worthless, mm-hmm. like they they don't care about themselves, and like they do not deserve health or health care until they look mm-hmm. like an Abercrombie and fetch at. And sure. that's but all that they either. With. Right. But I don't like wash. They're nice to look at, but I ain't a skeleton work. Skeletor. Um, come to my house. I will cook and feed you. Promise you. Secondly, I don't like gems that are full of muscled-down idiots. Those
0: well, are the, the I idiot. belong to. Uh, it's, are they?
2: Get it's not even that. It's not even the muscle bound. The muscle bound's great. You want to be muscle bound? Go be muscle bound. Muscle bound's great. Don't be an idiot. That's all we're asking. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a hateful, right. condescending idiot. You know, I, I again, and that has nothing to do with what you look like. Just don't be an idiot. And more importantly, I, I even take issue with, with, you know, larger people, with, with fat people with my people who buy into this crap. Like, I'm sorry, if someone thinks, or more importantly, if you think that it is appropriate for people to talk to you like this, you're part of the problem. If you keep allowing this crap to happen and you just sit there and take it and agree and, you know, whatever, nod your little head because whatever, Yeah, you're part of this problem, too. I mean, it's not all skinny people. It's fat people who buy into this crap. I mean, it makes money. They are literally buying in. Um, If you're part of this in any way, shape, or form, regardless of your size, um, please realize you're contributing to some very bad things, Um, which in my response to the article, which is on Mountain Bears, um, I believe it's on Mountain Bears. Did I post the Mountain Bears? no, oh, I, I did. Mad. Okay, you did. Um, Yeah, there's a lovely list there from medical right. negligence to uh, suicide rates to a lot of issues that this contributes toward. This kind of hateful, destructive rhetoric contributes toward. And if you're not fighting it, if you're not telling these supposedly well-meaning people to go screw themselves and here's why, then you're part of the problem. Like, Mm -hmm. start talking about it. Quit accepting it. Uh, Because you're just empowering them for the next person. Well, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to be talking about some heavy things, but also some more interesting shades of relationships and papers. We'll be
0: right back.
1: And you'll find us at www.... Do you like a little more grrrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more.
3: So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese. And guess what? Egg rolls showed up. Like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Hi. Welcome. Relax. Have a cup of your favorite topics. With your host, Ace and Knight. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Ace have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. Live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java. Just for you. Hi, I'm Rain, and this is Raven Wind, and we're the Feather and Bone Podcast, two witches talking about everything witchy and nothing at all. We consider ourselves to be energy-based spiritualists, non-traditionalists, and decidedly not Wiccan. Our views on magic and life in general don't align with other pagans in the community, but we have a live and let live outlook on life. So if you want to learn something new while laughing a whole lot, You can find links to our podcast, Facebook page, products, and purchase tarot readings at featherandbone.net. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics, like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay, I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, reiki, kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings, as well as mini healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus, taking the spirit where the body cannot go.
1: listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network. Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asin's website at asinnight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On aceandknight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Ace and today. Oh, hey there. Sorry, we're just wrapping up the planning for Beltane in the Forest 2019. And let me tell you, it's been a struggle trying to figure out where to put all the vendors, performers, and activities. You're coming out on May 19th, right? What's that? You didn't know that you were invited? Bring the kids... Bows, bring everyone. Yes, that's right. Starting at 1130 a.m., we have adult and children's activities, a barking circle, and of course, you know, Gypsy Rhythm is going to be there. Coonskin Park in Charleston, West Virginia. Look I've Gotta Go, but you can find out more on our website, BeltaneInTheForest.org. See you there.
2: All right, we're back. Welcome back. Hope you guys had a good break. Check out our sponsors. Nobel Day is not this year; it's already gone past. And so I thought, this we, well, you tell them what went on, and then we'll talk about it. Oh, kidokey. Um. Uh, okay, so we're moving over to which story, Kim Davis? No window oh, oh, uh, we're gonna do perspectives first, okay, so, yeah, well, it's been a recurrent issue, um or at least from, from for for me, it's been a recurrent issue um is it, people end up making assumptions that because we're in a relationship, I'm either really heavily into or also part of. Uh-huh. Um, aspects of your life that I may, well, that I'm not. Um, you yeah. know, you, you do psychic readings, therefore I'm supposed to be able to. Or you can read a tarot deck and I'm supposed to be able to. Or, you know, it, th- just things like that. <laughs> Well, there's that one. Well, there's, there's the one. you know all, oh, you know all oh, you know you know one real fun one is oh he must be the dominant one, you know oh so that makes you the submissive one or oh you know let me see there was the you know oh he you know I get into leather I get into doms off. I have a very wide educational and sexual experiences. Not that I've done a lot of them, but I can sit there and I can hang. That's part of, you know, oh, I want to know about this, so I'm going to go figure out how it works. And Mm -hmm. so I have friends in those communities. I have friends in communities that, you know, believe in arranged marriages. I have friends in communities that do everything. And since we're in a relationship, people Mm -hmm. automatically assume that, oh, if he is the if one is one, then the other one has to be one. So how can I make him fit Mm -hmm. into your box? And it's like, no, he doesn't fit into my box. He has his own box. It's like people automatically now apparently assume that I know everything about computers, that I am the technology king. No, I am not the technology king call Joe. He's your computer guru. Call him. He will make the computer happy. The only thing I know how to do with it is smudge it anymore, because I'm still looking for a floppy disk to load a boot drive to. And generally think that the wheel is a fad. Um, but it, in general... It's a fad. Uh, I swear. Okay. Um, but no, I mean, there... There are aspects of that and I get it works both ways, but it I like I don't want to like seem horrible, but I think you can still end up with the better end of this deal. Like I really? I just keep getting people I don't know, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Um you know. Really? I don't think anyone has said that um, that, um I'm so glad you're now micromanaging him. I think that was a misspeak. I really do think that was a misspeak. Oh, I know it was a misspeak, but I also know that everyone thinks that I am a controlling, domineering bitch. And I tend to be. If it's a project I care about, you can watch and see my need to make sure that it is done correctly, done fast, done efficiently, will be there. That doesn't mean that I control everybody and everything. And it's really interesting. Yes, I am the dragon. I promise you, in business, I am a dragon. You better know your stuff. You better float your stuff right. You better know how to be a good reader. You better know how to run a network. You better behave. You better know how to control things. I'm not that a lot of times in relationships. So, yeah, you know, there is a lot of times that we get grouped in <coughs> to a single perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, up oh, Ace doing a fetish party and reading at a fetish party – so he must be. A, he everybody in his in his world must be aligned with fetishes. No. Nope. Sorry. Not 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 really me. the big no. Nope, nope. no. Not really no, me. Not okay. No, not you. But. Um, I, I, Well, and and it seems to be a total misunderstanding of the concept that, yes, you do have to have some core things in common um, in order for a relationship to work. But people seem to lump that together into, you must have everything in common. No, that doesn't work. Like, seriously? No. No, no, no. And the same common beliefs. I mean, the, that one just is kind of like I have now just begun doing the announcement at the beginning of most things that I do with you in interacting with the covens or dealing with the churches. Hi, I'm Asen. Here's Joe. He's an atheist. Leave him alone. We're not saving him today. We might boil him tomorrow, but today we're not going to save him. Let's move forward. Um, there was a boiling option. There's always a boiling option, honey. Well, we are not scheduling another meeting around the campfire. I'm telling you now. (laughs)
0: Like,
2: you can just call Gwen and tell her now. (laughs) The next time she leads me into the woods no cellular reception. To a campsite with a campfire pit, I am going to burn a witch. (laughs) Yeah, I do kind of, you know, some of the things that I get drug into, you know, I can sit there and work through them. You know, take me to a party. I have learned a long time ago how to work a room. It's just part of that old experience. Most technical things you take me to, I can hang and get through it. Unfortunately, you do get the short end of the stick on that one, honey, because, you know, most of my things are out in the woods. A, you're allergic to the sun. B, you're allergic to most of the plants. And C, you get drug into places that does not have cellular service at all. Well, in general, in general, it's a running joke that you just take me to the best places. Yes. I do. You know, bug-infested woods with no cellular reception, emergency rooms, adult bookstores when your car breaks down. <laughs> I
0: Like, I, I do. I get the short end of the stick.
2: Oh. Uh uh-huh. but you also but on the other side of that you get some of the best benefits I'm listing, help me out here <laughs> you know, you get new experiences that you're not used to you get people that automatically walk up and say I love you Um are okay, so wonderful that one, that one. I'm cool. glad you're with them yeah um, you get hugged to death Mm -hmm. Literally, there's a few of them that I think can, you know, maybe rearrange ribs for you because, you know, I've taught them how to hug. Well, yeah. Well, now, hold on, though. And you always get the best Let me stop. Well, yeah. But let me – well, that I'm afraid of, but – because I don't know if I'm being garnished um, now. But can I just point out, though – it is a little frightening, and I I kind of on one level I appreciate it now, uh, but in the beginning it was it was a little bit of a struggle when people kept walking up and being like, "I'm so glad you're with him," like, "Woo! Don't bring your measuring stick. He's a lot." Um, you know the, the like I just like. And not that they said the, you know, don't bring your measuring stick part, but that's what I kept hearing was the Brene Brown line of she was looking for a therapist and everyone's like, Ooh, I'm glad I'm not your therapist. What 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 does that mean? What 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 are you saying? Well oh, just don't bring your measuring stick. Um, you know, because that's what I kept hearing is it's like, I'm so glad you're with him. I don't know how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, what
0: does that mean?
2: Like, I kept, I spent a very long time in our relationship waiting for the sheep's clothing to fall off. I did. Uh-huh. I kept having a moment every time I heard that where I was like, but, 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 okay. Like, you know, is, is there a point where I learned that he's a serial killer? Is there a point where I learned <laughs> that, you know, his exes are sane same and he's the crazy one? Like, what is it <laughs> that causes uh-huh. everyone I meet to tell me the same thing the same uh-huh. way? <laughs> like, what have yeah, you 100%. done to these people, honey? <laughs> but they have, but they all. <clears throat> One, they know how hard it is for me to date someone because I'm busier than God. Like being God, need planner designing classes to teach planner people how to plan for us. Secondly, these lovely people, and they are they're the joys of my life. Know how complicated my life is, and thirdly, they've seen some of the projects I've dated. Um, keynote there, project. I don't know. From what I've heard, you did not date projects. Dating a project in this, or or, or calling them a project in this scenario, is like calling a dumpster fire a soft, warm glow. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, and I didn't get that. Also, can I point out that, like, you gave me some information about your exes, and I let me say you were judicious. You were judicious with that. that Because... And it took a while because, you know, slowly meeting people, you know, and everyone's being nice and, you know, apparently you have a lot of friends who don't really choose to speak negatively. You have one, however, <laughs> that I have learned is the person that I now go to for information. This is this is my point of information. Uh-huh. That, that this uh-huh. is the contact. I will now forever go to to find out the whole story. Because she just launched into it with uh-huh. without any qualms. Like she didn't she did not take a moment. She did not take a breath. She did not consider <laughs> anything. She just for care. being like Oh my god, I love you so much more already than his last. Yeah, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Let me tell you about this." (laughs) Oh hell, um, that was my reaction. Um, because I, uh, like, yeah, like you just said, he was a little messed up. Like that's all I got from you was, you know, and that's it. That's judicious compared to everything I heard. Um, you wow. know, the that like he's all running around talking about his erectile dysfunction in the middle of your event. Mm-hmm. What?
0: Uh
2: uh-huh. you know? like and not even like germane to the conversation, like somehow magically in the middle of a tarot class. You somehow happen to get on to a topic about erectile dysfunction. No, he's just standing there like a lunatic in the middle of, like, nothing to do with anything like that. It was just like, my penis won't get hard. What?
0: How? <laughs> I'm
2: like, Like she's telling me this, and I'm like, you've got to be joking. Like, this has got to be your friend with an extreme sense of humor. So I'm just kind of like going along with it, like, all right, all right, all right. Um, Like, because I'm like, this is just too crazy. This is too crazy. And so we get in the car, and we're driving away from this event. And I just kind of turned to you and I said, so, let's talk about your ex for a second. And you're like, okay, what? And I'm like, so, I heard some things today. And he's like, oh, I bet you did. Because he knows who I've been talking to today. And I'm sure you did. And I said, so, explain to me. How it is that like what was the topic of conversation in which he brought up his erectile dysfunction, and so you just gotta kind of sit there for a moment and he, like you had to go back to the moment, and I uh-huh. can't even remember what you said, and I was like that has not like I was already struggling, and I thought it was a joke, I thought she was kidding. And you're like, oh, no, this really happened. Like, there are other I mean, witnesses that I'm like, oh, God, this, that's right. This was a class. There's more than one person. Oh, God. It may How be on video
0: Oh, God. No.
2: Possibly. No. I mean, you know, these are crappy things that I've done and dealt with with exes. I don't normally speak ill of the dead. That's the dad in my life. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I was horrified. I was like, horror, retroactively horrified for you. Like, at mm. first, I thought it was a joke and I laughed along and went, okay, I like this girl. She's got an awesome sense of humor. Then I found out, no, no, uh-huh. she doesn't. This is not a joke. There's no humor. This ain't a joke. Like, this. I mean, she does have an excellent sense of humor, but that's beside the point. This was not funny. She was not being funny. This was not her humor. (laughs) This is literal things Uh, that happened. I went, oh. So I'm retroactively cringing, going, oh. Like, I, I would have gone to prison for a felony or been cleared on justifiable homicide one way or another. The motherfucker would have died. Like, there's no way I could have gotten through that moment without being like, y'all better put up the sharp object and get him out the room.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, but again. Just. Uh-huh. Yes. You know, these are things that go on in relationships. These are moments when you learn that, okay, no, I ain't taking you out of the house again. You can stay home a bit in your corner. I don't care what the hell you're doing, but you're not going with me to a an event. And it's like if I take you off to a fetish event, and I'm sitting there doing readings for, you know, whoever's there, mistress, whoever... I don't think of it as anything more than, okay, it's an event. Get the leather out, we're going to work. Here's the costume we're wearing today. But apparently, people instantly believe that you match me completely, and he doesn't. Nope. I'm a Dan Savage roundup. Well, you're more than a Dan Savage Roundup. You're actually very much high-scale Dan Savage Roundup. But it got me to thinking, because this has now happened a few times, and it's like, uh, no, stop making assumptions. Mm-hmm. And we, I put one in a place today very clearly, too,
0: yeah. that,
2: no, that doesn't work. And like the first time it happened, the the situation was such that I found it hilarious. Um, I did, I really did, because the situation, or the train wreck, as we hence refer to it as, that you know stayed with us for a little while. Um, well, that's the nice way we refer to him. Um had brought up that his partner thought I was the submissive type. That I was, uh-huh. you know, the stay-at-home, submissive, housewife type. And uh-huh. I found it hilarious because I'm like, how – like, you are the worst judge of character if that's what you got out of me. Like, how did you get that? You know, Sorry. so it's funny in the beginning, and the, or and especially in that situation where it's like, "Wow, you're a horrible judge of character." Um, uh, but yeah, you know, there comes a point when it's like, "Okay, this is more than once this has happened. This is more than twice this has happened. This has happened a few times. We keep having to mm-hmm. explain this."
0: <clears throat> you
2: know what the heck? And then it turned out I, I I had it totally backwards. That was the better part. Uh-huh. Um yeah. 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 That was the whole thing. It's like yeah, no, they got like... Yeah, that was the great part of it is I'm sitting here reading this as you think I'm the submissive type. Um, I would find out that no they didn't. They very much didn't. They thought you were. And I'm like,
0: uh-huh. oh, <laughs> <man."> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, you poor, poor boy! <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, 'cause oh. I'm not I'm very much not submissive, and it's almost insultingly not submissive. Um, and that's not just in relationships. That's in business. That's in readings. Um. That's in a lot of things that I'm just like, mm, "No, sorry, can't help you there. Not that type. You know, you need me to plan an event? Done. You need me to jump over back and forth to get things took care of? Not a problem. You need someone to chain a letter of cuss words together so it gets the point across to the Indian person? That I want a program written and I want it to do XYZ and D while you're at it? Not a problem. You need someone to call up, you know, you need someone to call up a doctor's office and explain to them exactly how they're going to run the test, at what time they're going to run the test, and what I want done while we're running the test. Again, not a problem. However, you know, I do not, Kind of commands you around like a you know like a whipping boy. I ain't got time for that. That ain't what I, we're based on to begin with.
0: No. Right.
2: Yeah. got diverted. Yeah. And Andy then anyway, on on the reverse play. of that. Now on the reverse of that, I'm still working towards domesticated. Right now, the man is feral. It is all I can get him to do to put on pants, forget a shirt, pants, to go outdoors. It is all I can do to get him to quit peeing on the carpet like he's feral. I'm working towards domesticated. I have not got the life left in me to push him towards submissive. Yes, dear. Correct that last part, please. What? Pissing on the carpet. Don't piss on the carpet. What's <laughs> a fun joke? Everyone suddenly realizes when they come over to the house we only have hard wood. <laughs> yeah, but our listeners do not know that. I know, but it was meant to be funny. It was meant to be funny. Okay. Point being is, is no, I'm a, I am feral at certain points because I don't have time for the niceties. To so look at someone and say, "Get out of my way," I say, "Get out of my way." If you want nice, productive, sweet conversation, see him. He will, you know, talk you through and be nice and kind and well. I don't know. I would do it this way, but it's up to you. I am not that person. You did not get that right ticket on that one. Well, and there's still a line from Doctor Who, I'm his carer. I care so he doesn't have to. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And look at that.
2: We're down to 12 minutes. What are we talking about now? Well, of course, now we talk about the lovely news we got today from the appellate court. For those of you following along, Kim
0: hmm. does
2: can and will be sued. For a while now, she was trying to hold a reservation that she couldn't be sued for her action while holding elective office. It has been determined false. She can be sued by the couple and will be sued by the couple's. Well, and effectively, this is one of those situations. She's not, like, and this is the fun part of sovereign immunity, um, is basically, as an elected official, it's generally hard to get sued for your action or inaction while in office. With that, is generally that you have a legitimate basis for that action or inaction. Effectively, what she did is try to claim sovereign immunity while failing to do her job.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: The, The same thing that got said to her way back when is just do your job. This is your job this is what you are to do this is what you part of your elected duties this is what you're here for um by refusing to do her job um, that's basically unreasonable and no she apparently um to clarify that they had to go to the 6th circuit and the 6th circuit had to not so nicely tell her that, no, you can be sued for not doing your job. Like, Uh that's not protected under that. Like, this isn't you made a reasonable choice to not perform an action for a reason as part of your duties. You stepped away from your duties. You refused to perform your duties.
0: Uh
2: That's it. That's what you did. Um, And so, yeah, you can be sued for that. Sovereign immunity doesn't cover that. Um, Effectively, it's no different than if you have a situation, um, like trying to look at it a different way, it it would be in the same boat as it's – If you have an officer who doesn't just refuse to protect someone, like for good reason, i.e. they're unable – or not refuse, sorry, that was the wrong word – who is unable to protect someone as part of their job, and that person dies as a result, that's sovereign immunity. That's not a refusal to do their job. Now, if they refuse to take the call, if they show up and they're like, hey, I'll work it out amongst yourselves, then that's failure to do your job. And that right. falls under a different category. That's that's a different um, way of looking at it, I guess, is that um, – you know, it's not just that you were unable to, do, to commit your duties for a reason, or uh, right. sorry, not commit them, but to perform them. Um, you're unable to perform your duties for a reason, or even going so far as to say that, you know, it, at the point in which she said, oh, well, then I'll get out of this. By not issuing any marriage licenses. No, you still failed to perform your job. That's what you did. Um, you tried to use it as a loophole that you were being fair and that you were not um, you know, discriminating when ultimately the whole reason for your act or for the action you took, um, which was to not perform the duties you were elected to perform was discriminatory. Um, right. Yeah. And that whole yeah. case was crap. Uh, or the whole situation well, was crap. The whole situation was crap. And for those that have not followed along, no, she was not reelected. She was actually unelected, dethroned, whatever you want to put it, because her and her, her family, family had held. yeah. Um, yeah, she was undefeated. I feel more so dethroned. unthroned, because, mm-hmm. you know, her mother had held the position before she had, and now she is retired. Well, I, nobody Clark, wants to hire her. Right. And County Clerk is one of those positions, I'm not going to throw off and say they don't do anything. You know, it's not that. It's that it's one of those positions that it's very easy to to have that connection of, you know, passing, so to speak, passing it down. Um, and a lot of elected positions end up that way, especially in small areas right. Um, right. In, in which there's – as your county clerk, You're generally not making law, making policy. You don't upset a lot of people, typically. Like, it's really hard as county clerk to upset people. Um, So as long as you show up, do your job, don't engage in any kind of embezzlement, Mm -hmm. it's pretty hard to be defeated in an election. Because it's typically a race, no one's all that invested in. Like there's there's not a lot at stake, so to speak, with your county. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a representative position. It does do a lot of of very important vital services for the county. It does not, however, typically try to make policy, change policy. Um, it's more of a follow policy. Um, well, yes, but they are a very important position. And here's why. Your county clerk mm-hmm. is responsible for your voters' records, your birth records, your property records. And if they're lazy or lousy, then they're out of luck. You're out of luck. They have made very We're okay much. the next election. Yeah. Well, and that's typically what it but is I mean, the only way you lose the only way you lose that position is because you mm-hmm. suck at doing the job one way or another. Right. It is a <laughs> you know scarlet letter now that she has mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you suck like you manage to lose as an incumbent. As county clerk, Mm -hmm. like you don't do that, you know, and still get to claim you were good at your job, you know, that it was a policy thing. No, you didn't do your job. That's why you lost. That's the only reason you lose Mm -hmm. that position. People have to actively form a dislike for your ability to do your job. So wear that scarlet letter well. Well, and we're bright, and I and the other part of this is is it gives vindication, vindication mm-hmm. that no, it isn't your religious right to do anything. No, it isn't your religious right to pull toward one person or another <laughs> not to do your elected official position. Mm-mm. No, um, and ultimately, what what has come about since twenty sixteen, and we tried so hard to stay out of politics. But, I mean, out we knew we were going here, but we're we're trying really hard tonight, guys. Um, but since twenty sixteen, what we have ultimately seen is this horrific stage play. Of mm-hmm. the concept, which is horribly false, that this is a Christian nation, and this it, it is like one of the key symbols of that ideology is that <laughs> we're – Well, but the nation isn't. That's the important part. Um, like you can keep saying it you you can keep pushing it, you can keep trying um but it isn't it never was, never intended to be is not, and the biggest problem is um or comes from um <laughs> ironically enough, Russia mhm, well. Russia and Nazi Germany Um, somewhere between uh, World War II and the Cold War with Russia Um, Mm -hmm. we developed um, for political political expediency a national uh, uh, a, a national religion Um, In both cases, to fight against atheism um, and communism. That was the whole purpose. In God We Trust on Your Dollar Bill, One Nation Under God, Mm -hmm. all of this relates back to two separate events in our history um, Mm -hmm. and nothing to do. With intentional endorsement of a religion um it was propaganda at its worst um yep. meant to um separate us from two different um governments right that's and it. neither none of that was is has any historical documentation. You know, it's not in the Jefferson Papers, it's not in the Benjamin Franklin Papers, it's not in the Declaration of Independence, it's not in the Articles of Confederation. Mm -hmm. Nowhere in there does it mention religion. If anything, it mentions non-religion. The reason that we have the lovely state of um, Pennsylvania is because the guy was totally non-religious. His father was a preacher. He had himself into so much trouble, the preacher sent him over here. The king granted him Pennsylvania, if he would stay out of trouble. Well, yeah. And we're out of time. Crap. Yes, we are. So until next week. Yeah, we did. We did. But we even on this week, I'll see you on. Yeah, we're on streaming. Okay. Yeah. So next week, uh, we will have a guest on Tuesday night on a coffee shop, and then we'll be back on Friday. So until then, check out our websites that are listed here. Like us on Facebook. If you really like the conversation, donate to our Patreon. Have a great night, y'all. Good night, Joe. Good night.
1: Choosing a psychic is hard, and you don't want to waste time finding one that's right for you. You've thought about calling into the show, but you want more privacy than that? With services from phone, email, chat, text, and his network availability, you need to check out Asin's website at AsinKnight.com. Just a few clicks and you can have your own personal, private psychic reading. On AsinKnight.com, you can also find out about VIP packages, scheduling parties and events, and signing up for his classes. What are you waiting for? Talk to Asin today. Listening to the Psychic Coffee Shop Podcast Network.